0: shut up but let me say what's on my mind. if you don't agree with me that's fine i'm just voicing my opinion. if you don't like it then don't listen chirp family what's going on it's your boy here's mellow D, mellow Jalo, drippy uh whatever you want to call me and we are back with another episode of i'ma shut up podcast this is episode 30. i hope everyone's having a good day out there if you're not having a good day Go do something to make sure that you're having a good day because who's in charge of your happiness? You are. Make sure you like, comment, follow, share, subscribe, all that good stuff to this podcast so this podcast can grow. Uh, what's going on out there, good people? It's episode 30, so, I mean, obviously we could go with the easy answer and say this is the Steph Curry episode or I think I think all of them were 30. Let me see if Dell Curry were 32. Del Curry, he wore, he wore number, he wore number 32. What's Steph's brother's name? Seth Curry. Seth Curry. Does Seth, does Seth wear, does Seth wear 32? Yeah, he wore number 32. What the fuck? Okay. Um. All right, so this this is this is the Curry episode. We're just gonna call it the Curry episode. I'll probably fuck around, and put all three of them niggas in the thing. But yeah, that's weird. They all gonna wear the same number thirty. He wore number thirty one for the Sixers, but here he in a Dallas jersey wearing number thirty. Where where is he currently at right now? I was not supposed to go on this tangent, but I'm here. Um. Who the fuck is he even playing for right now? Charlotte? Oh yeah, he's playing for Charlotte. And he's wearing number 30. So yeah, this this is just the this is the Curry episode. I don't know. Because all three of them niggas wore number 30. And obviously, James Conner for the Steelers, he used to wear number 32, but he's on the Cardinals right now. But yeah. Either way, hope everyone's having a good day out there. Hope your mental spirits are high. Um, yeah. Um I just hope everyone's doing well. And um, if you're not doing well, bro, there's always tomorrow. (laughs) Excuse me. There's always tomorrow, you know. Um, But yeah, man, my weekend was pretty good. Um, I went to my white cousin's. (laughs) It's funny when I say it like that, but that's what it is. She's my white cousin. My um my white cousin in law angelina um she had her sweet sixteen that was pretty cool, you know, um I don't know. teenagers just seem a little different now, but it was cool, you know, shout out to that, shout out to everybody that showed up for that um I was watching though, listen, I had to set like, okay, look. My my little white cousin Angelina. There was no black boys in that little in that Sweet 16, bro. Not a one. Not a one black boy. And I didn't see any black girls neither. I think I might have seen like two mixed girls and like maybe like two or three Hispanic boys. But yeah. I was like, where is the black people, Angelina? <laughs> I didn't say that to her, obviously. I said it to Angela. I'm like, babe, where the fuck is the black people? It's like, where are the black people at? She don't got no black friends. <laughs> but it was cool though. Um, they was all like, like I said, it was um uh, the teenagers was cool. They was a little different. Um, but I mean, I'm also 29, so I'm pretty removed. I'm pretty f- removed from being a teenager. But um, I gotta tell y'all, they was playing they was playing like some hip hop and shit too and I was I was eagle eye watching them motherfuckers I'm like none of you motherfuckers better say nigga you better not you better not <laughs> but none of them did it was funny too cuz it was like this song would come on and you would hear them all the teenagers you know yelling the song loudly and then they all get quiet for when it says nigga and all you hear is nigga coming over the speakers <laughs> and then uh, everybody's quiet and then right after that they all loud again so yeah i just thought that was kind of funny um it was cool though the food um i don't know who catered the food but it was i liked the roast beefs i had roast beefs roast, be- roast beef sandwiches and the meatballs those things was hitting the chicken, they had like fried chicken tenders. Them bitches was not really seasoned like that. I think might have had just like some salt and pepper, but that was about it. Um but it was cool though. Like I said, it was a, it was a nice Sweet 16. It was at the Maple Shade. I think it's called like the 25 Club or something. I think that's what it's called. But um yeah, nice little event. Well, not little cuz I think I'm pretty sure Angelina had a good time. It was a nice; she had a nice turnout. A lot of the family showed up, and a lot of her friends and everything. So, yeah. But um, and then the next day, uh, because that was on Saturday, so on Sunday, um, Angelina's mom got proposed to. So shout out to you, Lauren, and shout out to you, John. Finally proposing. Um, yeah, that was cool. We had like a little surprise, surprise engagement brunch for them um, Lorraine's best friend was running it, bro, she was in way over her head, bro, (laughs) she, that, that shit was choppy, and kind of botched, but, at least, we got through it, and, you know, everything was everything, Lorraine still cried, and she was, it was tears of joy and everything, but, yeah, so that was great, but, um, I just gotta say, shout out to myself and Angela, because, We fucking started the marriage trend in her family. It's crazy because Angela, growing up, Angela used to tell me all the time, like how, like she was kind of the black sheep and shit, but as we got older, look at that. She was a, she was like the outcast cousin, not, I don't know, black sheep, outcast cousin. It's kind of the same thing, but yeah, we got older. She was the first one married. Yeah, bro. And she was the youngest besides Angelina and shit. So it was like, after we got married, then her, um... I don't... I think Tom. yeah. After we got married, then her oldest cousin, Tommy and Locke, they got married. Um, we didn't go to their wedding, though, because their wedding was in, like, North Carolina. And, yeah. But, um... They got married. And then after they got married, then her other cousin, Sarah and Bill, they got married. And now finally, uh, Loran and John just got married. So now the only two left is the cousin, Joey, and her brother, Steven. Now on my side, I think I was the first. Yeah, I was the first cousin, the first cousin to get married on, on my side. Well, on my mom's, mm, no, on both sides. Yeah, on my mom and my dad's side, I was the first the first cousin or whatever to get married. So, yeah, shout out to that. I don't know if any of them niggas is getting married anytime soon. I think my cousin, jo- my cousin Josh just got married not too long ago. Shout out to you, Josh. Um, but my cousin Corey, him and his girl. They just had a baby not too long ago. I don't know if they think about marriage. My cousin Nikki. Everybody in they everybody got that that family member or that person in their in their family that's just like the top of the top. That's my cousin Nikki yo. Like she got a master's degree and she got other like she got a master's degree. I think she's like a principal or some type of director at a school. And then she got like this other job where she helped like, colleges, or, I don't know, my cousin Nikki be doing her shit, so, if y'all know, if y'all ever come across my cousin Nikki, say what's up to her, cause she like that for real, but, um, yeah, none of my other cousins is married, other than me and Josh, I think, everybody else is either single, or, like, their relationship just isn't, uh, isn't on a marriage tip right now. But um yeah. So that was my weekend, uh, my leisure part of my weekend. Um I'm going to just jump right into my first topic which is Uber stories because I got a couple of them from driving over the weekend and everything. Um so yeah. So my first one is bro, I think I seen a fucking dead body. Um I think maybe it was, like, Saturday around, like, 2.30, 3.30 in the morning, bro. I was driving down Toursdale, like, I think it's Toursdale Ave, but it was, like, Toursdale and near Toursdale and Adams. Bro, the car, the car itself was all mangled, beat, like, it was, the car was fucked up. Both two cars was fucked up, but one was fucked up more than the other one, and... The windshield was, like, shattered and, like, out of the windshield, like, little pocket or whatever. And the motherfucker, the dude, like, as I'm driving by, because, you know, traffic is Philly, motherfuckers are stopping to look. But we, as I'm driving by, you see the two cars fucked up. The one car fucked up with the windshield going. But you see a dude laying in the middle of the street, bro. Did not look like this nigga was breathing or nothing or anything. And the cop is, like, it looks like he's, like, about to set up, like, some CPR. The dude had blood all over his face and just, like, blood and cuts all over his, like, arms and his body and shit. And, yeah, bro, like, I don't know if it's, like, your mind be playing tricks on you when you're staring at something that you think is happening. Like, bro, it did not look like that nigga was breathing on the ground. It did not look like it. Like, I really think I might have seen a dead body. Um... Yeah. And if the guy did die, R.I.P. to that man. Um, yeah, bro. I just, I don't know if it came across the news or not, but that was some wild shit. And Nick like, them cars was fucked up. And the dude was literally laying in the middle of the street, blood all over his face. Like, I can vividly picture this shit right now. Like, this was like, he was like an Asian or a Filipino looking type of guy. Um, more more on the browner skin side, like a darker, a darker Asian, but he had like the Asian texture of hair. Gray shirt, black jeans. Bro, I think that nigga was dead for real. He did not look like he was breathing. So yeah. <laughs> I saw that. R.I.P. to that man. Um that shit was crazy. Uh, also I drove this girl named Moni. I picked this girl picked this, uh, two girls up. One was, uh, the, the girls whose ride it was, her name was Monty and she had a friend with her and I was dropping them off at some diner up, like up in Northeast Philly. Right. But I'm listening to their conversation and shit, right? bro? why the girl Monty going to say it's at least four, you need at least $400 in your pocket to have a good night out. And then proceeded to break it down. I'm like, yo, this is what y'all are doing in the club. She's like, all right, look, Pete. She was like, you need at least, because her frame was like like 150. You should have at least 150 on you when you're going out for the night, right? And then Monty was like, 150, bitch, we in a recession. It's at least 400. I was like, damn, that's really what it is? So she's like, all right, look, Pete, say you going to one club. To get into the club, it's about twenty. It's about twenty to thirty dollars to get in. Let's say it's twenty dollars. Okay, you get in. That's twenty dollars. The bo- If you want a bottle, just one bottle is gonna run you about two hundred. Now, if you want a section, the section you are gonna need at least four or five of your friends, and y'all gonna all have to put up at least two to $300 for the section. The section comes with a bottle, like I think with two bottles, so there's that. So you got, you already at, let's say, you already at like 320, right off there, from just getting in the bitch and then getting a section, right? So since she was like, and obviously y'all in the section, y'all turning up, y'all getting lit, Da 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 might be inviting guys or girls, cause it was two girls. She was like, might be inviting some guys into your section real quick or whatever. Next thing you know, the two bottles that y'all have for the section is done in about an hour or two. So now you got y'all got to put more money together to get more bottles. So then since y'all already got the section, the bottle is only the bottle is 200 now. It's not 300 or 400. It's a $200 bottle. So now y'all five people y'all y'all five people or four or five people whatever, y'all five people, y'all take $40 a piece and now y'all go get another bottle. So now you are at, you are at 360, you at 360, and she was like, and then y'all get that bottle, y'all drink that shit, then you get another one, that's another $40, that's $400, that is $400, and she broke that bitch down, and I was just sitting there like, damn, this is really what y'all going through when y'all go to the clubs, bro, like, I'm a homebody for real, like, I want to smoke. I want to go and chill and vibe out and stuff like that. Like I don't really like the clubs anymore like that, but bro, I was sitting there dumbfounded because all the shit that she was saying was making sense. Everything was making sense. She really, she really fucking laid out how you will spend $400 in one night at a club. And I was just sitting there like, yo, this is crazy. And then going to say, it's a recession. And like it, it is, but it's like, Motherfuckers really be moving like that with the cost of everything being crazy high and money just not being that expendable for people. So to go out and have a good night at the club is $400. She really broke that shit down. And it's crazy because like clubs really like clubs suck nowadays. Everything is a section. If it's not in a section, it's like people don't care or you know, like, I don't know. Bring the dance floor back to the club, man. Please bring the dance floor back to the club. Get rid of all the sections. That's why the clubs don't be fun no more. I remember the last time I went to the club was probably, hmm, I want to say like, did I, did I do a New Year's? No, Halloween, Halloween like 2021 or Yeah, something or night twenty nineteen. One of them. Yeah, the Halloween right before COVID. That's that's where that's the last time I went to the club, and everything like me and Angela. We walked in. We we stayed with each other, but we was just like, yo, this everything was just sectioned off tables and I'm like, first of all, where the fuck is the dance floor? There's no dance floor. It was just tables and sections and a bar. I was like, "This is terrible. I don't like this." But yeah, so I don't know if y'all try. If you plan on going out, and if y'all get in a section like Monty said, be prepared to spend four hundred dollars because that shit is crazy, bro. Um, and then another um another Uber story I got. So these two these two niggas was um it was I think this was. Friday night, because I did two overnights this weekend. I did a Friday night overnight and then a Saturday night overnight. Uh, But these two niggas from Friday, they was just getting on my nerves, bro. Like, they was just really just, just, like, just over-talkative to the point where I just wanted to tell these niggas to shut the fuck up. Like, one of the dudes got in the car with, like, had to be maybe a three-month-old baby, right? He wanted to ask a bunch of questions about my car which is fine, whatever, a bunch of people do that. I'm actually, I have a topic about that that I'm talking about today, but yeah, whatever. So while <clears throat> the other dude, right, he wanted to answer all the questions about my car for his friend, and this nigga couldn't even open the door to get in the car. But he knows so much about Teslas, but he couldn't open the damn door. Every time I try to answer the question, this motherfucker just tries to, he bogards into the conversation and answers the question. I'm just like, oh my God, bro. Y'all have the conversation then. He's not talking to me. Y'all have a conversation. Like, then the dude who couldn't open the door, he requested this old ass Valley song. <laughs> like, song from like 2017, 2018. It's called I Got Whatever. Good song, I'm not gonna say it's not, but I'm like, I said to him, I'm like, bro, that random ass old ass song, that's what you want to hear right now? Like, yeah, bro, that's my shit. So then I put it on. This motherfucker decides to sing louder than the music. Bro, I want to hear If you want to did you want to hear yourself or you wanted to hear Valley? Like, what are we what are we doing? Ugh, motherfucking singing louder than the music. And still asked, like... <laughs> he's asking me to turn it up. And is still singing. Like, as the more I turn it up, the louder he starts to sing. Like, bro, shut the fuck up, yo. Then the guy with the baby... Like I said, the baby couldn't be more than three, four months. This nigga decided... He requested me to turn my, spe- turn my stereo and my radio system all the way up, and at first, I'm like, nah, he, he's playing, he has a baby in his arm, he's not talking to me, no, he was, this nigga asked me seven times, bro, can you turn it all the way up, I just wanna hear how it sounds, bro, 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 right, <laughs> he just wanted to hear how it can knock, right. Nigga would not stop asking me until I did it. So when I finally did it, right, I'm just sitting there like, fuck your baby's eardrums, right? Nah, you got to hear how loud my my system goes in my car. <laughs> like, that was some of the dumbest shit. And, bro, this ride was like a nine-minute ride. All of this happened within nine minutes. That was some of the most, that was such an annoying nine minutes, bro. I was like, I was so close to kicking them niggas out of my car, bro. I just wanted to tell them niggas like, "Hey, shut the fuck up, please. This is a business transaction. We don't need to be friendly. We can be cordial, say hello, and then say bye when I drop you off. Shut up." And shit got on my nerves, bro. Then, then after the <laughs> after the Valley song go off, then the uh, I don't know, I don't know what he was, but I, he he had some type of accent. To do with the baby. He kept trying, play some fire shit, bro. Play some fire shit, bro. Play some fire shit. I'm like, bro, I don't, what do you want me to play? <laughs> like, I just fucking, like, I just hit the next song. I'm just like, whatever. Y'all got three more minutes. So then I had to deal with him asking me to play some fire shit for the next three minutes. So I'm like, bro, what do you want me to play? He's like, I don't know, bro. Play some new shit. Play some fire shit, though. I'm like, oh, all right, bro. Whatever. Didn't change the song get to their destination, and just like, all right, y'all have a good night, (laughs) and definitely, I I think I two or three starred them niggas, because they was annoying as shit, bro, like, I was just like, dog, please just shut the fuck up, like, I hate when people, like, don't get me wrong, if it's a good conversation, we can have the good conversation and keep it going, but I hate when people just want to talk to you just to talk to you, like, shut up, I don't like small talk, That shit is annoying as hell. It gets on my fucking nerves, bro. But those were all my Uber stories. So, nextly, I want to get into some, um, some karma talk. Now, yeah, you know, we all know what karma is and what they say it is and blah, 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 blah. I'm here to say karma is only real for black people. I don't think I have ever once in my life seen a white person get served their karma. Motherfuckers, white people had us enslaved for 400 plus years. And they still run shit. Where's the karma there? Still got the most money, power, everything. They got it all still. Where's the karma in that? Please someone tell me where's the karma there. What karma, like, what karma did those slave owners endure? Hmm? Can you tell me what karma the slave owners endured? Passing passing down generational wealth and land? That was their karma? Oh, wait, let me guess. Their (laughs) great-great-granddaughter married a black dude. (laughs) Oh, man. Karma is so fucking real. Like, whatever goes around... Don't ever come back around for them motherfuckers, bro. Never. But look at our black people. Look at us. We always get our karma. Like, always. Like, look at R. Kelly. Look at Wendy Williams. Look at Chris Brown. The list goes on, bro. Black people, like, karma is only a thing for black people. I've never seen karma affect a white person ever in my life. Not once. Once. I can't even, like, I'm sitting here trying to think about it. I can't think one time where I've seen a white person be affected by their karma, bro. That's only a thing for people of color. Only. And speaking of Wendy Williams, like, listen, I, I really don't think what's happening to her is her karma, but, you know, people are saying that. I don't fully agree with that, but... Yeah, I just lumped that in there for that. But speaking of her, I feel no way about Wendy Williams, bro. Like, none. I feel no way about her. She put out hella bad energy into the world. Hella people have had beef with her for running her mouth on shit that was never supposed to be public. And y'all feel bad for this lady. Why? Is it messed up that she's having uh, such serious health complications? Yes, it is. Not saying it's not. But I feel no way. I have no sympathy for that. That's just like, oh man, that's fucked up. I'm going to keep going about my day. And y'all are going to like y'all are now trying to romanticize this lady like she wasn't one of the most hated people in the hip hop community, bro. There are countless artists with horror stories about Wendy Williams. But y'all want us to feel sorry for that lady. This girl on social media said to me... uh, It's human nature to feel sorry for people. Well, I guess I'm a fucking alien... Because I will never, ever feel sorry for a motherfucker... That caused so much harm to so many people. Method Man... Whitney Houston... Chris Brown... Mariah Carey... Just to name a few. Even back in 1995... Tupac... Tupac Shakur... Yes... Tupac had beef with Wendy Williams because Wendy Williams thought it was her place to tell the the whole world that Tupac was sexually assaulted in jail. That's what I'm talking about, bro. That's the person you want sympathy for? Like, I don't get it. I really don't get it. She even called Diddy Gay back in, like, 1998 on air. Like, now, I don't know how wrong she was there. It's like, okay, shit has come out that, yeah, Diddy, Diddy been messing with little boy booty holes and stuff. Pause. But that was still not her fucking place to go on the public radio airwaves and talk about another person's sexuality. I feel no way, bro. I have no sympathy for that. I'm not wishing bad on her and I'm not saying that this is her karma but I I am saying I feel no way. Yeah, I don't feel bad for what's happening to her. Um this is like I like I like I said I'm not going to say it's karma because like this is health health complications and shit that she's having. And I I will say that that shit is messed up. It's fucked up to see. But I cannot find it i cannot find sympathy in my heart for that woman i can't not to look like bro she she broke that like i think it was like method man's uh wife or whatever had like stage three cancer or some shit. and like bro when they brought that to me like method man was this nigga was holding like he you could look in his face and see and see that like, he he's holding back tears right now. This nigga wanted to cry because why the fuck did this bitch think it was her place to fucking put that in the public, just put it out in for public information? Why does she think that was okay? Shit, like, I think, I think a few years ago, this I think this might have happened on her show. My fucking, my aunt was talking about it. Some rapper from Delaware had died, right? And this bitch starts to throw shade at the at the rapper that died because the nigga had more followers than her. That's the person y'all want us to feel sympathy for? Come on, bro. Come on. I'm sorry. I don't feel a way. I've, I don't feel a way. I do not feel anything bad or any. Like I said, it's it's the feeling is indifferent. I don't think I did say that. So not like I said, but I'm saying it now. The feeling towards Wendy Williams for me is indifferent. It's just indifferent. I don't really feel anything about it. I don't feel bad. I don't feel good. It's just kind of fucked up. But yeah, bro, y'all got to stop trying to make people feel away or feel bad because they don't feel bad for this lady. Even like I was listening to fucking uh, Joe Budden talk about it. And it's like, oh yeah, she's a pioneer for Black women and other, and like I get all of that. I'm not, I'm not taking any of that away from her. But the way she did it, bro, was wrong and nasty and vile. The nigga Joe said he was like, bro, my first interaction with with her was her calling me gay. Why do you think that is okay, my boy? (laughs) What, like, why? why is that okay? That's not okay at all. But now because you up and you got this fucking... You, like, worldly renown as one of the best black podcasters, you got to take this position and be politically correct. Nigga, no! It would never be, like... There would be no love there with me or her because you don't even know me. You don't, you don't even know me, and the first thing that you go to talk about me is you trying to fucking start gay rumors about me. And we know in the hip-hop community... Those are <laughs> those are some very damning allegations. Come on bro nah i'm not I'm not jacking that. oh my goodness, I'm not jacking it, but that's all I really had to say on uh Wendy Williams um I don't feel bad about what's going on for her. Do I hope that she gets some like advancements or I don't know uh, to Maybe start to feel better, sure, I don't want to wish death or wish ill upon anybody, but I don't feel bad. So that was just what I had to say about Wendy Williams. also too, um this this isn't really an Uber story. I mean, it happened while I was out driving, but well, no, because I, I went to go charge up my car, right? So I had to snap out on this fucking royal farms worker, bro. Like this bitch got on my nerves, and y'all going, y'all going think y'all y'all might look at me a different way or whatever. But I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna tell you why I snapped out on this bitch. So I walk into Royal Farms like three three in the morning, right? Cars charging up. I go in there now. Excuse me the the Royal Farms that I go to. The employees, excuse me, I got the burps the Royal Farms that I go to, the employees have to unlock the bathroom for you, right? It's a little button they push, the door pops. Yeah, okay, right? So I walk into Royal Farms. Nobody's at the front. It's like three or four workers in the kitchen section, right? Um, Walk in, I'm like, excuse me, can one of y'all open a bathroom for me, please? One lady, she goes, oh, I- I'll do it for you in a second. This this lady is all she is doing is standing there putting a mop head on to the mop stick, right? I'm like, what alright, thanks. But then a dude comes out of the bathroom. Dude comes out of the bathroom and I ask him, can he grab the door for me? He he caught the door. I was able to go to the bathroom. Wash my hands come out of the bathroom, right? Now, this was about maybe maybe like four or five minutes, right? Now As I come out the bathroom, because, oh yeah, it was about five minutes, because after I pissed, I like, I went on to, I forget what, I went on to one of them social medias, and then I was just sitting there kind of scrolling a little bit after I washed my hands, so then I walked out of the bathroom, and I look up, and this bitch is still putting a damn mop head on, on the same stick. I'm like, I walk out the bathroom, I'm like, damn, how long does it take you to put a fucking mop head on? But I say that kind of to myself myself. But one of the other workers hear it, right? As like I'm walking around the store trying to get the stuff that I want to buy. So the the worker that hears it, he's like, oh my bad, bro. I got you. I got you. I'll unlock the bathroom now. I'm like, it don't even matter, bro. I I done already went. I'm just trying to figure out why the fuck is she still putting a mop head on that's the mop stick. When I like I asked her to go to the bathroom about five minutes ago. He laughs. He likes I don't know, bro. Da, 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 right. So then I walk more around the store and I wind up I got some like fishies and um a snapple element. The rain one. That shit is good too. Um no, not an ad or whatever. But if, if you ever see the Snapple Element rain flavor, it's like uh cactus agave or something. That shit is so fucking good and refreshing. It's so good. Love it. But yeah. Get my stuff. So, and you know, at Royal Farms, they have self-checkout. Like, all the cashier joins is self-checkout. So, now, I'm finally, I'm checking my shit out. And she's now finally at the front. She's like, oh, do you still need me to unlock the bathroom for you? I'm like, I already went to the bathroom. It fucking took you long enough. And she's like, um, excuse me? I'm like, I looked her right in her face. I'm like, bitch, it took you long enough? It took you over seven minutes to come unlock the bathroom for me. All you was doing was putting a fucking mop head on. Oh, I was busy. I'm like, yeah, bitch, I watched you. How fucking busy can you be putting a mop head on? That's a 30-second task. What are you talking about? Oh, I don't have to let you go to the bathroom if I don't want to. No, bitch, that's wrong. That's that's not in your policy. You're not the fucking bathroom brigade. You don't own the bathroom, bitch. If I ask you to open the bathroom, open the fucking bathroom. I can see if you was talking to a fucking customer or helping a customer. No, you were putting on a fucking mop head. And you was trying to make me wait to go to the bathroom so you could put on a mop head. Get the fuck out of my face. Stop talking to me. Oh, oh, I don't know who you think you're talking to, but you're not talking to me like that. I'm like, bitch, yes, no, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. You barely, you don't even make no fucking money in here. And you trying to fucking act like you're going to kick me out to use the bathroom? What are you talking about? Shut the fuck up. Do your job. How about that? Go mop. You you took all that time to put the fucking mop head on. Why don't you go mop the fucking floor then? Why are you not mopping? What the fuck you up here talking to me for? Oh, you can get out, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Suck my dick. You only make $15 an hour. Fuck out my face, dumbass bitch. Walked out of the store. <laughs> now, was that was me turning up like that fully warranted? Probably not. But The bitch got on my fucking nerves, bro. Like, you want to do all of this? Just open the fucking bathroom. All, All you had to do was open the bathroom. That's it. I didn't ask you, like, to make me no fresh food, do anything crazy. I asked you to unlock the bathroom for me. And that's what the fuck you decided to do. All that dumb shit for nothing. All you were doing was putting a fucking mop head on. My God, bro. Sick, get on my fucking nerves. I walked out. Hey, I was like, man, fuck you. <laughs> and then look, this was yesterday. Another fucking Royal, like Royal Farms. Some Royal Farms, they got to get their fucking pricing together, bro. It makes no sense whatsoever. So again, I'm at this Royal Farms charging up my car. They got signs, right? All in their little Royal Farms. Section and the little signs outside and everything that says Burgers sliders breakfast sandwiches two for six dollars, right? Now I order my burger and my slider From the little order thing because they didn't have Burgers and sliders in the two um, in the warmer like right That's where the two for six should be at. It'd be in the warmer, right? That's what they call it so They didn't have any in there. So I ordered my burger and my slider two for six. That's what it says on the thing. (coughs) Then one of the workers tells me my burger, the burger that I ordered, it doesn't qualify for the two for six because I put mayonnaise and ketchup on the burger. (laughs) I'm like, wait. The sign, I'm like, I said to the lady, I'm like, are they not the same burgers? She says they are, but you added condiments on yours. I say to her, I'm like, the the sign literally says to go to the deli counter for condiments for the burgers. So you wanted me to just order a plain burger, pay the two for six, and then come back and get the condiments? I just put the condiments on myself first. I just ordered them so I wouldn't have to, you know, make two stops right back. Right. The worker says to me, I don't know. I don't make the rules and you can't get a board, a burger in the warmer until 30. So I wind to I leave. I leave Royal Farms with no fucking food because I'm like, bro, it's the principle, bro. The, the burger and the chicken slider Both was two for six It says two for six on the joint Had a list of shit That was on of two for six Right Why The shit rang up to 1041 She's like oh yeah Because you customized the burger The sign literally said Come to the deli window Or the deli uh, Counter Yeah come to the deli counter For condiments for your burger so if I would have got a plain burger and a plain chicken slider, I would have got wouldn't be able to got it for six dollars, and then take the fucking burger and have them put mayonnaise and ketchup on it. That would have worked, but because I ordered mayonnaise and ketchup on my burger first, it was not two for six anymore. Do you see how fucking asinine that is, bro? <laughs> like, duh. It was a principle. My dad was like, "Why don't you just get it? Why don't you just?" Why don't you just order them plain and then have them do it like that? I'm like, no, dad. That's It's the principle right here. It's It's fucking principalities in this shit. What the fuck? That literally makes no sense whatsoever. None. It literally makes no sense, bro. None. So, yeah. Needless to say, I probably won't be ever eating food from Royal Farms again just for the principle. Because what the fuck was that? Yeah, bro, <laughs> shit got on my nerves. But nextly, I really like nextly. Really, just it fits with uh with this podcast and going to the next topic. So shout out to nextly, y'all. See my hair? I got it back. I got a little cut. I feel like my shit is a li- well. You can't see it if you're listening on audio, but I feel like my little pullback is a little crooked. But it's okay. I'm rocking with it. But um, nextly. <laughs> I wanted to talk about this because, you know, it's a recent thing that just happened on the internet. (laughs) So here we go. (laughs) Am I the only one who thinks it's wild when women have celebrity crushes and they can post them and say what they'll do or what they'll do to that man or let that man do to them? This, that, and the third. uh, When they, in fact, have a man. Right. And it's all fun. It's all fun and games. It's all women just being women having fun. Right. But let a man in a relationship do that same exact stuff. And it's an instant argument. And he's being in uh, and he's being disrespectful. Can we talk about that? Or should I shut up? (laughs) Like prime example, bro. Hold up. Prime example And you never can't do nothing for you. These hoes ain't loyal. Oh my goodness, bro! Did y'all see the fucking <laughs> the the omelet fiasco, shit, bro? Dog, <clears throat> this dude just lost his girlfriend of a year because this bitch wanted to have. Three minutes of fame on a stage with some, uh, Nigerian artist, I think he was Nigerian, named omalay bro. The girl did a whole strip tease up there with, uh, with the nigga, and was actually kissing him and everything, and I seen about 17 different angles between twi- TikTok and Twitter. They definitely was kissing, bro. Um... Oh my goodness, it was crazy And all of this shit was happening With her man literally right in the front fucking row, bro Right in the front row (laughs) Like He probably paid for the tickets and everything And she left him there to be ridiculed Not by the whole fucking crowd Not just by the fucking security in there But the entire internet We all seen this shit, bro it is an evil fucking world that we live in, bro. And then the dude Oma Omalay, right? He gonna respond and say that I asked her if she came alone, and she confidently said yes. She told me to feel free. If I had the slightest idea that her boyfriend was present, <clears throat> I would have picked another girl. I'm calling Cap Omalay. You lying? This nigga is—he's one thousand percent media trained for sure because in all the different videos that i've seen he looks dead at them like he looks directly at that couple and uh the girl leaves from the boyfriend's arms like the nigga was literally holding her like standing behind her holding her like y'all know the the meme where we, where they say like this how dudes hold your girl when she buying for when she paying for something or whatever that's how they were standing together and she literally left from that man's arms went up on stage and did her whole little fucking strip tease for all of three minutes, bro. Like, cut the cap, Oma. You did that shit for, on purpose, and that shit stroked your ego because we niggas, we know what it is. You you in your head like, I just took that nigga bitch. Like, we know what it is, bro. We're guys. And, like, Shannon Shannon Sharp and then Joe Budden, they've talked about this shit too. You know what, Sidebar it's annoying because I dropped my newest episode on Friday when I like Friday morning, my shit was already out. But when I woke up Friday morning, this was all over the internet. So it was like, fuck, I couldn't even talk about it. I had to wait until my Wednesday episode to talk about it. What kind of annoying, but I guess it's just the way to the, 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 the shit happened. So yeah, but basically Shannon, Shannon Sharp and Joe Budden, they kind of had like, similar takes they was basically just saying like bro these like these women choose up and that's what is just a part of the game bro like women choose up and um like you can't be an insecure guy da 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 about the whole thing and and I was just sitting there watching it like it don't really in my opinion it's nothing about insecurity it's really just about fucking respect you came to the you came to the show with a dude Dude said y'all have been together over a year or at least a year. You don't respect your man at all, bro. Or sis. Yeah, sis. You don't respect your man at all, sis. Like, even if you did go up there, a little hug, that's all you... That's it. A little hug. Maybe a little side twerk. No, bro. You, that bitch was like bending down and putting her face in front of my boy's... Uh, Dick and everything Bending over on her Doing the slow The slow ride, Everything She was giving my man Like It was like We was watching Fucking Fifty Shades of Grey The Nigerian edition Up there Or something Like No Real shit Like I don't know I don't think it has anything to do with insecurity But everything about respect That girl did not respect her man at all And it was evident bro Like it was so sad Like you see the video afterwards where I think she was in the video. The girl herself was in the video talking like, oh, it wasn't that bad. And then you see the guy walking. It was one of the saddest looking walks I've ever seen. That nigga look like a sad lost puppy, bro. And that bitch just did him dirty acting like, oh, it wasn't that bad. No, her friends told her like, nah, sis, it was. It, it was. <laughs> like That shit's crazy, bro. But shout out to Kai, Kai Sinat. He brought him on. He brought him onto his stream or whatever and gave him like gave him like 20 racks and set up a 20v1 for uh like him against 20 girls on his stream. Like, look out, look how men stick together, bro. <laughs> shout out us. Because that was really fucked up, bro. They did that man so dirty. That shit was sad as hell to see, man. But uh Nextly, it's time for our current event, all right? So, for our current event, let's, uh, where is it at? I just had it, sorry. So, here we go. This is our current event for the week of, what's today's date? 27th, yeah. So, recently, Ruby Frank and Judy Hilde, Brandt, a parenting YouTuber and her business partner were sentenced to prison for pleading guilty to child abuse charges. The charges originated when one of Frank's children escaped Hill Brandt's house in August to seek help from a neighbor. The prosecutor stated that each could face up to 30 years in prison, which is the maximum penalty under Utah law, okay? So, you see, we got some YouTubers. Some YouTubers got fucking arrested and pled guilty for some motherfucking child, what did did they say? Child abuse charges. Goddamn. So, the Utah Utah Board of Pardons and Parole will determine the exact prison time for both Frank and Hildebrandt. Frank has 30 days to a bill to appeal the decision, Frank, known for her now defunct Eight Passengers YouTube channel, and Hillbrandt, who operated the Connie Connie X-I-O-N-S classroom counseling business, were initially charged with six counts of aggravated child abuse. God damn! Um, A second degree felony. Each uh, Each count carried a potential penalty of 1 to 15 years in prison and a fine up to $10,000. God damn. Woo! So, during the sentencing recommendation, state prosecutor Eric Clark likened the environment Frank's children faced to a concentration. Holy shit. Don't mind me, because like, I wrote this shit, but it's like I wrote this shit last week. So like last Friday or Thursday when I found it. So I haven't really read it since I wrote it and I'm just rereading it. Holy shit, bro. They said Frank's children faced to a a concentration camp like setting and accused Frank of committing horrible acts of child abuse. Clark also stated that Hildebrandt was a significant threat to the community. Bro, they was probably fucking them kids up, bro. Holy shit. Before their sentencing, both women addressed the court. Hilbrandt expressed her willingness to submit to what the state feels is an appropriate amount of time served. Frank admitted to causing the injuries to her children and claimed she had been misled into believing the world was an evil place. She also clarified that Hillbrand was not her business responsibility, but had been paid to be her mentor. Oh, my goodness. And then Frank thanked public safety officials for rescuing her children, describing them as angels. She also stated, my charges are just. They offer safety to my family, accountability, and to the public. Bro, they about to send them bitches up the road, dog. They better. They fucking better, dog. A concentration like camp, bro. That's crazy. They was probably fucking them kids up. And these was YouTubers. That is sad, right? That is some fucked up shit. Stay in there, Storma. Stay. Don't mind me. I'm talking to my my dog daughter. (laughs) But yeah. That is some crazy shit, bro. Um, it's no shout out to Franken Hildenberg because y'all some fucked up people, and um, I hope that y'all get shit the maximum time fucking with kids, bro. You you are one of like the bottom, like you are the scummiest of the scum, fucking with kids. I, I don't. There's no ifs ands, or buts about it. There's no getting around it. You are the scummiest of the scum. And I hope you get the maximum sentence, both of you. I hope you both get the maximum sentencing, for real. Oh, my goodness. Nextly, listen, I'm, I'm saying this. I'm saying this for all my Uber drivers and my Tesla owners, my Tesla owners, my Tesla drivers who drive for Uber. I hate having the same conversation over and over again, Okay. People love to ask me, like, the passengers love to ask me about my Tesla. And it's okay. I don't want to sound pretentious or, like, snobby or whatever. But, like, listen, I appreciate the talks. I do. Like, cool, the small talk, whatever. I don't really like small talk, but whatever. I appreciate it. But, listen, y'all have to stop. Asking me the same exact fucking questions all the time, bro. It literally like this be the scenario. Fucking pick them up, make sure who they are. They get in the car. Hey, you mind if I ask you about your car? What I really wanted to, what I really want to say is yes, I do, because I literally just asked. I literally just answered every question I know that you're going to ask me. I know what you're about to ask me, bro. Like, I really like I really have been thinking about just printing out a paper and just like putting it on my back seat. And and on the on this paper is going to say this. Yes, I love my Tesla. It was a great buy. No, it doesn't take long to charge. Yes, I've used the autopilot. No, I don't have any problems in the winter really. And yes, It's an all-electric car, no engine. And no, my car has never frozen to the point where I couldn't open the door. Bro, I have to have that fucking conversation at least. If I do, let's say I average 22 rides a day. I I have to have that conversation at least nine times every single fucking day. Y'all ask me the same exact questions. Every single person that gets in a car that wants to talk about a Tesla, they ask you, oh, how do you like this car? I tell them I love it. It was a great buy. They ask me, how long does it take to charge? Or does it take you a long time to charge? No, it doesn't take me a long time to charge. At the most, at a supercharger, I'm going to be there maybe an hour. That's it. Oh, have you used the autopilot? Have you used the self-driving? Yes, I mainly use it on uh, um on the fucking highways because I'm not about to use it in fucking Philadelphia Center City. That's not happening. Why the fuck would I ever put that shit on on Broad Street? That makes no sense. And oh, did you? I've been seeing a lot on the news that the car has been having problems in the winter. I don't know. Haven't had any of those problems. My battery don't freeze up or whatever, my handles don't freeze to the point where I can't get in the car and even if if that has happened, I got a I got a button on my app, on the Tesla app, where I can push and the door automatically opens. Never happened to me. Oh, is it it's all electric? I heard it's all electric. Yes, it's one thousand percent electric. There's no motor here. There's no engine. There's no transmission fluids or anything like that in this car. Only fluid that I have is wiper fluid. That's it. Everything's ran by the battery, bro. And then, oh, uh, have have you ever been frozen out of your car and you couldn't get in? No. As I just said before, there is a button on the Tesla app. If it ever got to that situation, I literally go on the Tesla app and push open door and then my doors will open. Like... I don't mean to sound snobby or like an asshole about it but bro when you get asked this shit on a weekly basis like I said if I average around 22 rides a day I get asked that shit at least nine by nine passengers so let's just do some quick math I do Monday through Friday working sometimes Saturday too whatever but let's go 9 18 27 36 45 fucking times I am answering those questions a week. Stop asking us. And I don't mean to sound like a dickhead about it, but it's just fucking annoying, bro. It's annoying. It's really fucking annoying. And um, next sleep, I just wanted to throw a quick shout out to South Jersey, bro, because... Every time I turn around, it's a new uh dispensary opening out there. So like they got like the apothecary one, I think. Uh shit. There's a bunch of different names, but I keep seeing the apothecary um billboard. And then another one is called like Castaway. They got like an uh like two or three in Camden now. Like these bitches is popping up all over the place. And I just want to say I'm happy about that because the more they pop up the more like the prices won't be so crazy high and then they'll start to have the deals and shit. And shit, before you know it, Jersey might be like Cali with weed maps and the deals, bro. Because what? I remember going over to Cali and like, because I've been to Cali twice, twice. Yeah, I've been to Cali twice, right? Bro, when we was over there, we was buying fucking $60 ounces of some fucking, of fire. Like, their their, their low shelf shit out in Cali or their mid-tier shit out in Cali is our fucking high greed, Jer- was our high greed in like Jersey Philly at the time. So I don't know if the, bro, listen, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. I'm don't. I'm not i not going to incriminate myself on this platform here. But if you know, you know. But we was out selling. We was fucking buying $60 ounces. Fucking top, top, top shelf of some shit. You know, grab a little $40. Because it's like, it's the top of the shelf. Shit, you should smack the shit out of you. I love being in Cali. But yes, I'm loving that South Jersey and all these new dispensaries are starting to pop up because hopefully... Within like another two years, it'll turn in the cali out here a little bit with the pricing. And then damn, that might be the if that happens, that might be the end of uh mine and my my drug dealer's relationship. Nah, because he, he's a he's a solid bull for real. I don't I don't think I would do him like that. But you would have to know, bro, that it probably wouldn't be a weekly thing. I would still probably support your trap, but it's like, bro, you got you could you look at the prices you compete and win, you know? <laughs> but um yeah, man. Um uh, nextly, I wanna talk about uh I wanna talk about this before um before Black History Month closes out. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Kind of messed that up, but here we go. With Black History Month coming to an end, I wanted to talk about the most influential men in Black culture, right? The most influential men in Black culture, right? I think I I said that right for the clip. If I didn't, I'm going to re-say it here so I can have it for the clip, right? So, with Black History Month coming to an end, I want to talk about the most influential Black men in history. Right. So, no, I don't like that. I don't like the in history. One more time. (laughs) With Black History Month coming to an end, I want to talk about the most influential black men in our culture. I like that better. Okay. So, firstly, I'm going with my boy, Allen Iverson. Bro, Allen Iverson is the prototype of what the NBA. Today is aesthetically like what they look like, how they carry themselves. That's a product of Allen Iverson. You can't argue me on that. Ninety-three of ninety-three percent of the NBA right now looks like a variation of Allen Iverson from two thousand one. You remember headband, tattoos, all of that shit? Yeah, that's I. That's AI. You look at these niggas now; they're baby AIs. Not to mention. Everyone in their mom had an Allen Iverson jersey. His influence even crossed over to the point where he had little white boys dressing like him. Y'all remember? Like, I'll put the picture up, but y'all remember that? Like, yeah, you you can't there's no more influential person than Allen Iverson. And then we also have Kanye West. Love love Kanye or hate Kanye? He is the godfather of modern modern hip-hop, excuse me. Ye is the godfather of modern hip-hop. From the sonics to the style of the way the music is produced and uh, it comes out. Kanye has influenced us all somehow, whether it be music or fashion. It's him. He, big influencer Kanye. Another one, Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders is to football what Allen Iverson is to basketball, but Deion did it first. Um, Deion walked so Iverson could run. You see how all these NFL players be uh, dripped out and drowned in fucking jewelry and gold and all this other shit? Well, it's not really gold anymore. It's more like the diamonds and platinum now. But all of that shit, it came from Deion, bro. That's an ode to Deion. Not to mention the swagger and the top-tier play to match. That's an ode to Dion. That's all Dion. We also have Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington is the standard for black acting. Anytime we get another great black actor, he is automatically compared to Denzel Washington. When it comes to, uh, when it comes to cinema, there is no one bigger, <clears throat> there is no one bigger and more impactful than Denzel Washington, period. Especially in the black community. I would say for all, but especially in our community. And then last but, not, last, but certainly, certainly, certainly not least, we have James Brown. He is the most sampled artist of all time. Godfather of soul. He is impact personified, period. You can't get better than James Brown when it comes to influential and impactful. So, Yeah. Those are my most influential men in the black culture. I hope y'all enjoyed it. I think that was a pretty good one. And um, I had to end it off because, hand it off there. Well, end off Black History Month there because, yeah. It's Black History Month. Y'all booed the motherfucking, they booed the Black National Anthem at the Super Bowl, bro. That shit got me a little tight. Fucking white people. Excuse me. Oh, man. (laughs) Maybe I should probably stop talking about white people as much because my wife is white, and I do have a white family now. But it's like my wife, I've said it before, she just happens to be white. She's not like that white person that gets on your fucking nerves, bro. (laughs) Because, yeah, we've talked about it. But, yeah. So those are on my my topics. So now let's get into our fan questions. We got three today for today, uh, whenever you see me post my fan questions or pod time, what's on your mind to ask questions, type whatever you wanna type in that box there and I will talk about it or answer the question on the pod at the end of the episode, all right? <clears throat> Excuse me. So, we got three today. Uh, first one comes from Kameja, is it Kameja or Kameja? I think it's Kamaja cuz it's K A M A I J A H. I think that's Kamaja, right? Or it could it's either one. It could be Kamaja or Kamaja. But she's cool. That's cool people. Shout out to you sis. Um uh, She says, "I heard women are going past the gooch and they're now licking the rim. Is this acceptable?" <laughs> um I guess like if if that's what your nigga is into, I go for it. I'm listen, I always say sex uh sexuality is a spectrum. So he could be doing y'all could be doing some questionable stuff, but as long as he's with a girl and it's a girl doing it to him, it's not it's not really gay. Like is that's hetero that's heterosex that is happening is just a little peculiar, <laughs> but yeah, I don't really think. I guess, I guess, I would say it is acceptable if that's what the nigga is into. Me personally, don't don't do that to me, <laughs> babe. Watching this, don't do that shit to me. Any girl, any girl listening to this or watching this, and you you think that you want to join us in the bedroom because you know we on that poly wave, don't do that shit to me. I'm good. I'm good. I'm all the way good on there. But will I say, is it acceptable? It's acceptable if that's what the nigga is into. It's acceptable if you think he'll be into it. Um, But with that being said, it's also acceptable if you go to try to do it and you catch a fucking Donkey Kong punch to the top of your head because what the fuck you doing? You ain't telling you trying to surprise him. All of that is acceptable. <laughs> oh man. And then um, I got two from this uh, from a girl named Shadira Tucker. She said, well, her first question, why would women keep why women why woman would keep taking a partner back but won't forgive their friends and trying to cut them off? Okay, that's a that's a good question too. I mean that's a real question that definitely needs to be answered because women will give women will give they niggas chance after chance after chance after chance after chance, after chance but will cut a fucking friend off if she shows up late to the birthday dinner. I don't know. I really think it comes down to that nigga is knocking the fucking Sonic rings out of that girl, that's why, that's why she keep giving them niggas the chance, or give the uh, the friend chance after chance after chance, because that nigga is knocking the fucking bottom out of that puss, and she like, I gotta get this nigga another chance, or I gotta get this girl with the strap another chance, or whatever it is, but with friends, bitches be petty And that's really just what it is. I don't don't agree with that mindset because it doesn't make sense. I feel like if you have a falling out with your friends, you should be able to make that shit up. Like, both of y'all can just kind of see where you were wrong. Or even if both of y'all wasn't wrong, it was one of you that was wrong. You should be able to see where you was wrong and... Because y'all got, y'all been friends for years or whatever, y'all should be able to talk that shit out, hash it out, and let everything bygones be bygones. Shit, me and my bo- me and one of my boys, my boy Ant, we had like a stupid ass falling out, like we fell out over some music shit, and it was really just a misunderstanding. We ain't fucked with each other for a couple months, but like, we both then came to came to fucking I don't know our senses. And just talked about it. Like, bro, we was on some stupid shit. It was just a miscommunication. I didn't fully understand what you meant. I didn't fully understand what you meant. It's not that deep. You still my boy. We brothers. Right? And we put that shit to bed. But yeah, I don't know. I think it really comes down to her friends ain't knocking the fucking bottom out of her. So that's why she feel as though she can just cut them bitches off and get new friends. I don't know. I feel like women friend groups be fickle as fuck. So, yeah, it's It's just what it is. Like, women friend groups, y'all go on vacations and shit and come back and none of y'all talking to each other over some dumb shit. But, yeah, to answer your question, I really just think it's because the friends ain't knocking the fucking bottom out or knocking the sonic rings out of, out of the girl. They're not. And uh, she also says, do men have low expectations? Um, I, ugh. it depends on what you're, what do you mean by that? Because in a sense, kind of, yeah, bro, men, we just want y'all to fucking fuck us when you want. We want you to fuck us when we want to be fucked, really. And have some food for us. And just be like just be cool, don't be fucking over overzealous or over like just be overbearing, just be cool, like you could be around like I don't know like i would say I would say kind of yeah. we have low expectations, yes, because all all we're really expecting from our woman is we want our we want our women to be attractive to us, we want our women to be. A bit of a freak, I know me. Some some weirdo niggas be like, oh nah, I want a prude bitch so I can teach her everything. You're a fucking weirdo, bro. But I I want my woman to be attractive to me, freaky, and yeah, just like you align with my goals and my values. Those are those are the expectations that I would want as a guy, and that's what Angela hits. So, and I would think that's just that's three. That's that's low because when you go on the Internet and you listen to women. And obviously, this isn't all women, but I'm just saying for the sake of the talk, you got the girls that be like, oh, no, he at least got to be six two. he got to be making at least one hundred thousand dollars a year. He got to be in shape. He can't have no kids. He can't um, he can't be divorced or it'd be like a bunch of just expectations that they want. Um, but yeah, for guys, as long as you look good, you cook good, and you fuck good, really. That's really it. Look good, cook good, fuck good. You feel me? But, um, yeah, man. Those are all my questions and my topics today. So, I'ma shut up. I said that backwards. Damn, I keep saying that backwards. Maybe, maybe I should just switch it, because, no, I like it better the other way. So, I'ma fix it real quick. blah, blah, blah. blah. That was me rewinding. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm going to shut up, though. Those are all my questions and my topics for today. Uh, the song of the day is Blue Cheese by me. He is Melody, of course. Um, I'm going to take this part right here that I'm about to say, and I'm going to put it in the beginning because it needs to. I need to start remembering to say this in the beginning of the pod. But yeah. Make sure you like, comment, follow, share, subscribe—all that good stuff—to this podcast, so this podcast can grow. Um, I want you to make it a great day, or not. The choice is yours, little bitch. Yeah. Whoa. J. White. Look. This is Only thing skinny that I like is my jeans. Getting blessings and I ain't even sneeze. Only smoke merry, yet yeah, that's all that I need. Set the money up to got knees. Used to buy dog button now, I'm palm trees. Hard cold, cause my neck gon' freeze. Top down, just to feel the breeze. My Mozzarella, provolone, blue cheese, blue cheese. Only thing skinny that I like is my jeans. Getting blessings and I ain't even sneeze. Only smoke merry, yet yeah, that's all that I need. Set the money up to got knees. Used to buy dog button now, I'm palm trees. Hard cold, cause my neck gon' freeze. Top down, just to feel Feel the breeze, mozzarella, provolone, blue cheese, blue cheese The first foreign that I own was a Lexus Trippin' sauce like the nigga out in Texas I wake up to a so for breakfast <laughs> And I am fuck with niggas like I'm sexist Look, Gigi got me in the sky, no Alexis She like me up, swallow kids like a beverage Young nigga, I was jugging in the trenches Now I get in where I'm fitting like it's Tetris Ooh, right pocket mozzarella, left lettuce Running through bitches, I'm Jerome Bettis I'm with the Cherry Red Rari like I'm Ferris Tryna be the next nigga that's in Paris No J's or Yeezy's in my Vans, bitch Tell myself every morning I'm the Man, bitch. I'm 10 toes down, never ran, bitch And I do what I want, cause I can, bitch High guy, high guy, oop, that's me Call me Jamie, cause I keep my bitches fancy I hate cops when they around, I get antsy And it's worse, cause my eyes is always glassy Got two blunts, that's meese. Smoke both now, a nigga look Chinese Primetime Dion with the high knees And I'm taking what I want, fuck a safe, please Only thing skinny that I like is my jeans Getting blessings and I ain't even sneeze Only smoke Mary, yeah, that's all that I need Set the money up, to got knees Used to buy dimes, but now I'm palm Tree. Hard cold cause my neck gon' freeze Top down just to feel the breeze My sorella, provolone, blue cheese, blue cheese Only thing skinny that I like is my jeans Getting blessings and I ain't even sneeze Only smoke Mary, yeah, that's all that I need Set the money up to God knees. Used to buy dimes, but now I'm palm trees Hard cold cause my neck gon' freeze Top down just to feel the breeze My sorella, provolone, blue cheese, blue cheese